0: The following Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast is based on real events from the history of American crime. Some of this imagery might be upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. Power, incident
1: power, incident, 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 power, power, power
0: Rusty definitely wants to bring Percy down to the station. <laughs> at this point.
2: I, I whisper back, uh, I look over at him and I uh, mouth it. I um, talk to him and Draconic. Uh, take him in.
0: Yeah. So so that that happens. I think that conversation would happen as, as Rusty is walking Percy out. Yep. Out to the like the, their carriage. And the carriage would be would be pulled by a centaur, <laughs> yeah, uh, as, as like security. I think um, this like heavily armored centaur, sure, and there would there, there would be some kind of banter between him and Rusty, and like see the guy who did it, and and Rusty's like, I, I like listen, you don't want to like get him, just like keep it quiet. Centaur needs a name. We'll figure that out. So you you see Percy get thrown into the the back of this carriage. Does Zafira do anything when she sees this happen?
1: She's going to kind of perk up a little bit, but just watch. She's not too sure what's going on, and she doesn't want to get involved in something okay. that where she doesn't know what's going on. So she's here. She's here for her own gain too, and her own gain's not what's going on with the for sure carriage.
0: So when they when the rest of the crowd sees Percy taken out of there, they're their interest in this starts to to wane a little bit like okay well like the, like Percy is the new shiny thing to, to think about like the dead body is a dead body like whatever like we've seen a million dead bodies like who is this guy who is this person and like did you hear him like talking to himself he was talking about like are there more than one body like like that's that sounds like weird like who is this guy and so they kind of like go off in their own directions and and when they do Uh, Joey Greenhorn is like, yep, yep, move along, move along, (laughs) nothing to see. Um, Like he's all he knows
1: how to say. He's
0: finally like asserting his authority. Yeah, he's like a like a Grand Theft Auto like cop. Like nothing to see here. Move along.
2: So Centaur's name. Uh huh. Uh, And go with dimes, and then uh, the joke be him and Rusty. Is Rusty's always like mind your own two (laughs) cents.
1: And then one day, one day. He said something, doesn't he, doesn't, like... Nobody asked you, I'm just putting my two cents in.
0: Yeah.
2: Yep, <laughs> yep. He gets the one up one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep. I feel
1: like the day the campaign ends, like... Yep. The story ends. He has
0: something he to say.
1: Yeah.
0: I also like it because I feel like he's really, really cheap. <laughs> 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 he's, yeah, he's, like, super... So he has, has this, like, like he has this heavy armor control. on, but... <laughs> but he bought it used at, uh... <laughs> like, some, like... Cop wholesale, sketchy place. It um, yeah. and, and only had like a little bit of blood on it when he got it, but um, and it was probably also like the floor model. <laughs> and so he's like,
2: still a blood, still a blood on
0: it. Yep, yeah, yep. Oh yeah. That's how. That's how <laughs> sketchy the place was.
1: <laughs> oh, right.
0: yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. The equivalent of like buying it out of the back of somebody's van. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's that's how cheap he is. <laughs> he's on. Yeah, we're gonna. He's got all kinds of folksy wisdom he's trying to to share with people. So the crowd starts to disperse. There, there are definitely some new people there who are now gonna like follow this carriage back to the police station, and uh, so the the crowd starts to disperse a little bit. And there's definitely now an opening for Zafira to try to to get into the house.
1: Yeah, she would try to sneak in.
0: Okay, stealth <laughs> <to> check. Ha
1: <laughs> nine. I suck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So she... I mean, she doesn't do anything to, like, obviously tip anybody off, but she basically is just, like, kind of, like, fast-walking <laughs> into the...
2: <laughs> my, my passive perception is 13.
0: Okay, so, yeah, you would see her um, just, like... She's, like, sticking close to the buildings, like, down the street, and she ducks under the, under the cordon. I imagine this house probably has, like, some pretty tall, like, bushes that she like squeezes between those like really well landscaped so it's not like she's crawling through anything um, and she's just headed towards the the door um, and, and so Solar sees this happening she makes it to the front door She, well, I, sh-
2: I should be in the building
0: you're in the building okay
2: so I see it. I see her creeping around on the outside out of the corner of my eye and then she comes into the door frame and I'm like uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh in which case I'll make an inside check to figure out if there's more to this character than meets the eye
0: okay are
1: you a transformer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. There's an inside joke in one of my other campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, yeah. One Shit. of the characters is playing a—he's playing a Warforged and he <laughs> took thieves' tools, but apparently you can take a wagon.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: And so we keep making—we keep making fun of him. Of you know, you should have just taken the wagon, become a transformer, and he hates us for it. So uh, nice. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> Side derailment. <laughs>
2: They're good. Uh, this campaign is just going to be a whole bunch of us making movie references and other campaign references. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I roll a fifteen.
0: I feel like this is an opportunity for like an opposed check, maybe. Check. Okay. So, what would be a, a way to like hide? Let me look. You're at making this. A,
2: She's making a
1: deception check. Yeah, deception. Yeah. Okay. I would...
0: Yeah.
2: she didn't play off the fact that she's not whatever she is.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. I'm just a simple baker. Suspicious. Natural twenty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. The first crit of the campaign.
2: What's the What's the language requirements of this podcast?
0: <laughs> I've been trying not to curse, but I've slipped okay. up a couple of times.
2: I'll keep it together.
0: <laughs> I. Uh. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, I swear so much when I teach, but for whatever reason, like online, Willzak yeah. is somehow not that. I don't okay. get it. I'm still I'm still stuck in like pre-tenure like everything has to be very sanitized on the internet except for like the the occasional like I'm actually really radical. <laughs> um both in like a political and also ninja turtles kind of way. <laughs> that is that is my school of democratic socialism. <laughs> He's late. Pizza's, pizza's free. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All
2: right, so she rolled a twenty, so I have no read whatsoever. On what
0: yeah. Said. Nope. Um.
2: A simple. I'm just. I just believe a simple banker is curious of this thing. Uh,
0: so how would that work? So maybe you would think that she is like a, like a fan,
1: maybe. I, I think. Zafiro would kind of try to play it off as, yeah, she's kind of a fan, but also he came into her bakery a few times and she talked with him.
0: Oh, yeah, like very concerned, friend of the family.
2: I don't think anything of it because uh, she rolled so high and did the whole playoff. that. Yep. It doesn't seem suspicious to me yet. So I let it, uh, I, apparently that's just how she moves around is very, like, roguelike. Gets into a room and I'm like, all right, so I saw her in the corner of my eye, but like, you're just, you're just really interested in. You know, catching up with your friend. i like, all right. This... I, go, I I will use her to help me interrogate the
0: guy that's in the chair. Well, no, he's uh he's in the carriage now. He's getting taken down to the station. Oh no, wait, the other. Oh my bad. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I re-
2: we arrested Peter. Right? So Percy,
0: Percy. yeah, Percy. yep. And then the guy, go- the
2: the thug. Right, right, right,
0: right, 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 the right.
2: Guy should be sitting in the chair. Yeah, he's currently re- he's in some. I got a green horn on him or something. There's a guy yeah, on, yeah, a gun yeah, on yeah. him. He's not allowed
0: to move. Yup. Okay.
2: Um, I, pray, I let her look at the body. I, I watch her reactions. I watch how she deals with the situation. And then I will see how she reacts to seeing the guy in the
1: chair.
0: Okay, so uh-huh. go go ahead and make a perception check. What? <gasps> Re? Um,
1: 14. Oh, you want me to make one too? Yeah. Okay. Let me get off my sheet so I know what mod. Seven!
0: <laughs> so... Alexander Tate is dead. <laughs> he is.
1: <laughs> is there magic involved? Oh my god! <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. It, it looks probably... I mean, given where he is and the the burn marks on him, there's there's no evidence that you would see anything around him that might have exploded in his face, so...
1: I call, like if there's any specific anything specific to the type of magic used, that'd probably be an Arcana check, right? Yeah. Okay. Natural twenty! I can't make this stuff up. I'm not even kidding. What the hell? I love this dice.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a twenty-sided die. with
0: twenty-sided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like roll really poorly, roll really well, roll really poorly, roll really well. <laughs> if that's not my life, I don't know what is.
0: Uh, so let me, so Thank you me. would, yeah, you would, you would be able to tell that, like, the nature of the scorch marks, like, the, the burn pattern on him, there's, like, some <laughs> CS, dead, some CSI burn. stuff. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> um, but you're, like, yeah, and they're like, oh, wait, like, maybe this killed him. Yeah, you, so you can tell that, uh, just based on, like, the, the scorch marks and the fact that there's nothing around, like, nothing else is burned, he was he was hit point blank um, with something and so typical magic isn't really that reliable so this must have come from either somebody who was a very well trained um, and very experienced magic user or somebody who had like a, a wand or a rod and and just jabbed it like right into his chest right I don't think it matters what type of fire spell it would have been I think with that arcana check I think she would she would know, like, or she would be able to, like, almost divine the details of what happened. So it was a, a wand or a rod or maybe even something like um, burning hands uh, to be such like a point blank blast on him. So you're you're dealing with somebody who's who's probably very dangerous.
1: She'll just keep kind of like standing, you know, near the body, looking it over, looking like she's trying to make herself look like she's shocked and mm-hmm. you know upset and everything. She's just trying to play off like she knows him and you know it's kind of like she can't believe what she's seeing a little bit and trying to play the grieving acquaintance
0: okay so the guy who's in the chair starts so is he restrained at all in the chair or did you just like throw him in the chair and say sit here
2: uh based on that interaction that we had I put him in the chair I said sit here and I put Greenhorn on top of him and he didn't react because I had more or less given him the reminder of you don't mess with this police team
0: okay so he 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 speaks up and he says, "Listen, I am I'm Mr. Tate's I'm Mr. Tate's agent. I need you need to let me out of here. I need to to go back to the agency right away and get his papers in order." Papers. Mr. Tate is a very important man.
2: Mr. Tate is dead.
0: And, and he, he would take. He would like. There would be like a sob. Like a cho- He's like. He, he's dead. And inside, so. Inside check. His. It's very. Like. <laughs> I just need to get his. His affairs in
1: order. Yep. Is he his lawyer or his agent? His agent. <laughs>
2: I rolled a two on my inside check.
0: He's uh, so. so he <laughs> For for a good cop, he's a not a great cop. <laughs> so yeah, as far as you can tell, this guy is like being completely genuine.
2: Sure, I kind of give him like since I, I have to play the middle middle ground between me and I go, What paperwork is so important that needs to be filed with the blood of his body still not pulled? Um, that's more like a slap of like, what are you doing? Uh,
0: so he would say. He would he would launch into like entertainment jargon sure. that is like way over Solar's head, right? So sure. he he starts bringing up contracts um, that are um, set to to come up. There are projects that he is he is responsible for um, that are supposed to be starting soon, and if he fails to appear for these projects, then um, there is a a significant fiduciary penalty to that, and I don't want. The estate to take any hit, and he starts like rattling off like as he's like rattling off people that that Bonaventure or that um, that Tate has deals with. Like I think a, a Bonaventure name would come up there, like a, a cousin somewhere. What's like a good Italian name for this guy to have? They've already used that one. Antonio, um, Antonio Bonaventure um, would be like one of the cousins who is involved in like some entertainment stuff. Um, one of the many cousins who's involved in some entertainment stuff. And so he's got a deal with him that, um, is supposed to, to go down soon. And we have to like cancel that. And I, there's this lots of business that needs to, to be hand, uh, addressed. You would probably also wonder if this guy is like panicking because like the money train has, has officially ended.
2: I start asking like what his job role is. When was the last time you saw, uh, the, the, the murdered victim, Mm-hmm. What, what's their agenda? Like, I ask for an agenda because mm-hmm. if you're his agent, and his bookie, and his paperwork manager, mm-hmm. I ask for a, you know the typical like data collection stuff.
0: Yeah. So um, he would say that they're they're in contact every day. They see each other every day. It's mid morning um, now, so I mean, such that there is morning in this place um, with no daylight. Uh, they they see each other every day. Sometimes several times a day. Um, Tate was preparing a, a radio adaptation of one of his, his hit plays um, that had um, been really successful on, on the theater. Um, they are going to try to serialize it for this, this new radio thing that's going on. Um, there was lots of money invested in this. They, uh, um, they had to consider Tate was supposed to be going to a casting call that day. And there had been lots of rumors going around, and he would almost like look at you, like almost like indignant—no, not indignant, but like kind of surprised that you you don't know um, about this like adaptation of this of this play. Solar's not like a pop culture guy, right? And Solar likes his stuff. Like he he's still like listening to the dramas from when he was like twenty years ago, right? Um, so he's not up on any like pop culture types of stuff. Um, but there, there was a casting call. There've been all kinds of rumors about who's going to be on this on this this show. It's a real career maker for some people.
2: Um, I didn't of... ask the typical like enemies question, death threats, situations, <sighs> suspicious activities, and I'm also checking to see how. At this point, I'm re I'm going to inset again on mm-hmm. these answers if he's trying to cover up anything or, uh-huh. or yeah.
0: Uh. When you ask him if he had any enemies, he kind of laughs and he was like, "We do, we do entertainment and backfire." Like, honey, we, know, we've kind of reinforced that. You know, we've got I mean. enemies. <laughs> of anybody, course, he had has enemies.
2: Anybody made a move? Has anybody? Have there been threats that were legitimate?
0: He says, He just
2: tried to pay off a. He just try to pay off a cop. Who else he been paying off?" <laughs> I look over at. um um. What's what's Rai's character?
1: It's Re and Re Re Zafira.
2: Zafira, I look over at Zafira to see if she's paying attention
1: to anything. Um, I am, but I'm trying to look like I'm not.
0: Okay. Yeah, Zafira is looking really conspicuous. Um, so while this interrogation is going on, like, what is she? What is she doing exactly?
1: After a while, she realizes she can't keep looking like she's breathing. Mm-hmm. So, I think that she'd go ahead and she'd kind of stand up and step off to the side. Kind of like she doesn't, what would normally, for her, personally, she wouldn't care to just walk out, but one, she also wants to try to hear what's going on and she feels like a quote-unquote normal person would probably wait instead of just vanishing on the police officer.
0: Okay. So, let's test out that 20 that you've been rolling. So, make a perception check.
2: Okay. Okay. Wait, are you piecing out on the? Are you Batmaning me?
1: (laughs) Nine. Okay. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You're failing me.
0: (laughs) This is this is the challenge of running mystery campaigns. I found (laughs) is that you're kind of relying on the rolls to work eventually. (laughs) Um, Maybe I need to put
1: this in the dice. Area of
0: shame. Yeah. Anyone, I have plenty. Dice jail. Big one. So yeah, you look into the you look into the study as you're kind of like lingering around, and you looking at his desk. You see. So I, in my mind, Zafira is she's very like intellectual, just because of like the nature of what she's trying to do with her with her mom she's very inquisitive i think i mean you can correct yeah. me if, it's not, if that's not that's not how no, you want yeah, to play her
1: is.
0: um so i think like maybe decided like out of her own curiosity she's like looking at some of the, the papers that are on top of the desk mm, um, yeah she
1: wouldn't like go to shuffle through them but she would probably just do like cursory
0: yeah like kind of like voyeuristically <laughs> right like like what is this guy like working on right
1: yeah um who actually is this guy? I don't think she would actually know who he is. Yeah. Completely. Some um, entertainment dude, but I don't know any more than that.
0: Yeah, so there would be... I wonder what the backfire equivalent of, like, variety would be. Like, there's some, like, entertainment rag <laughs> on, on the desk that's talking about people who are angling. So it would be an article about this show that he's com- that it's coming up, right? And... Listing people who might be starring in it, and he would have circled a few names.
1: Okay. So that's
0: right. That's right on top. As, as as obvious as I can, like put a clue out for people.
1: <laughs> what are the names? And do I know them?
0: Um. I wouldn't know them because it's hero, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mary, I need an alliteration for this. Uh, Mary Margaret O'Malley is one. And so that name is circled, and in the margin, um, the last name McKinley is written. And there's a big X through it. Nora Humiston. What else is like a classic name? Uh, Rachel. I'm trying to like my mind keeps wanting to go to, like, real people. <laughs> Trying to come up with, like, fake celebrities is a bigger challenge <laughs> than I, I thought. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll throw in a real-life one here, too. Uh, Rachel Honeychurch. And we should throw a couple of... Oh, I know. Marissa Bonaventure. Would be the fourth one. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> Um, and so they're all they're circled. They're they're part of a um, a longer list of people who are rumored for like the lead star. Um, or since this is supposed to be like, old Hollywood, they would probably use like the term starlet of this show. As far as whether or not uh, Zephyr knows any of them, I think that's up to you. Like if you wanna,
1: I think she probably would have heard a name or two.
0: Like, definitely Around, Bonaventure. Right. She would, she would reckon, yeah, like, right. that, that name would jump off the page for sure. And, like, okay, so, so that's there. And she would, she would know that the name McKinley is, uh, kind of has a bad reputation in the city. Um, but she's not, she's not entirely sure why, right? It would be, it would be kind of like, like, who's somebody that we, like, today that we know is kind of strange, but, like, others wouldn't... So, like, Madonna is weird, right? In real life? <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I were to go into a class and, like, my social 101 class in the fall with all the 17 and 18-year-old freshmen and be like, so, you guys know Madonna is weird, they probably wouldn't have no idea, right? So, like, yep. similarly, like, Zafira would know... That the name McKinley has like a strange or like a, an undesirable reputation to it, but not entirely clear on on the details. <clears throat> so we we have this investigation going on in the house, and we have poor Percy,
1: who is right.
0: who is locked in this carriage with um, dimes and Russ hanging out over there and and so russ kind of yells back up to the house and he's like uh yo solar what are we doing
2: i like i like that we're keeping that accent for
0: him. <laughs> uh, yeah as poorly as we can do like generic yes. new york irish <laughs> accents
2: yep <laughs> it's only because i'm back because uh, i'm back in this area doing that.
0: <laughs> all right now um <laughs> uh,
2: that jokes okay um <laughs> Uh, what are we doing? Uh, and I, I uh,
0: yell back, Andrew Connick, get in here!" So he, uh, he, he comes back into the house,
2: and he sees me at the interrogation. And then he, uh, I don't know, is he going to see?
0: Yeah, uh, I think Zafira.
2: Zafira. Zafira. Yeah, Zafira. Zafira. A, a running <laughs> names, so I'm going
1: to keep <laughs> saying yeah, it, to get it to
0: memorize it. I was just going to say, like, a, a running theme of the show it is that <laughs> Tom is bad with names. <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of his charm
1: <laughs> I'm so used to, like when people can't remember or say my name, I just tell them it rhymes with canon, but I can't do that with Zavira. so nope.
2: my other campaign, I mean, we don't even give things names we just go, handshake guard
1: <laughs> yep, oh, Our, yeah, oh, arm
0: yeah, okay. arm wrestle guard I
1: mean, I arm hard. wrestle guard I mean, they are names in a roundabout way.
0: Descriptive. It
2: took, me, it took me more than one play session to get my own characters into
0: right. This is problem. That's true. That's true. And that's fine. That's okay. This is why we are amateurs. <laughs>
2: yep. oh, well, the one day we become, you know, we're just practicing to become professional. Right now, we're just taking yep. it to make
0: it. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so, yeah, um, Rusty would see. As if you're kind of like skulking about.
2: <laughs> I whispered to him I am more worried I whispered him and draconic, I'm more worried about uh, shady shady guy over here.
0: Okay. Um
2: I rolled a I rolled a thirteen on my on my insight check when he's giving me the the list of names and the uh, the enemy situation and threats mm-hmm. and
0: stuff. Um so, so definitely, like when he he mentions um, uh, Antonio Bonaventure, like that that jumps off to you because the Bonaventures are corrupt, um, and you you know that you have to um, kind of walk on thin ice when you're dealing with them, um, because no doubt at some point up the chain from you, somebody is in their pocket, or wait, yeah, somebody's in their pocket, like they yep. they have bought off somebody above yep. you, right? So. Um, If this is a Bonaventure job, um, you may as well just give up. Um, And if you are suspicious of Rusty at all, like if anybody has bought him off, it's them. Right? So, like, you have, like, alarm bells kind of going off a little bit. Um, As far as the other enemies go, um, and, like, part of the conversation, I think that he would... There would be some back and forth about, like, asking this guy who... Um, some of these people are, um, he would say, like they're competing producers. They are people from other studios. There are people from. He would definitely throw out um, people from the <laughs> the the backfire equivalent of the Screen Actors Guild, like whatever the production guild is too, like the 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 tech the technical crew association uh they haven't been happy with him because he has not been friendly he's not been friendly towards labor um he's been he's been trying to hire scab labor to work on his um on his shows uh he has been trying to um and and he would present this to to solar as like it's it's his show he can do what he wants yep uh and like aren't aren't unions like a pain kind of thing um, to a, a cop who's been like a dues-paying member of uh, probably at least two different <laughs> uh, law enforcement or like police officer benevolence associations or something like that, fraternal, fraternal order of police types of groups. <clears throat> so he's been he's been trying to circumvent that um, type of stuff, and and so you know how those people are—they get mad at at anything,
2: right? And uh, the alarm bells are going off. This is all suspicious. I'm going uh... Yeah, uh, I asked him what you were trying to grab in the house. Well, why did you run past guards and not listen to anybody? What were you trying to get your hands on in here? Uh,
0: you te-
2: you're gonna tell us now. Or we're gonna take you downtown and just book you. <laughs>
0: uh, make another inside check. 16. He is uh, sweating profusely now, um, sure. and he says, um, "He says that he just wanted to see if anything had been stolen." And uh you can tell that that we have determined that that is a lie
2: <laughs> okay um so I kneel down next to him and I look at I, I lean into his ear and go, what were you trying to steal and then at this point um I get uh I proceed to say that with a little malice like uh-huh. he, I've been up to now I've been like, good guy cop yeah now this is the shift in my face
0: <laughs> he. So let me see if he can deceive. He cannot deceive. Um, he he is like I how <laughs> I I am a well-respected agent in this town, sir. I rusty, gro-
2: rusty growls like Dragonborn deep throttle, like I will uh, rip your face off, growl. <laughs>
0: He's terrified. Um, And considering that... So he says, okay, well... I didn't want... I don't want this to get out. But... There had been... Letters... From... A certain actress... Who had been trying to... To convince Mr. Tate... To... To cast her... In his show, and I didn't want you know how how the, the 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 papers are. They publish all the the sordid gossip in this town. I didn't want that to happen to Mister Tate. I didn't want his name. I didn't want his name sullied with any kind of rumor and innuendo. And so he reaches into his coat pocket. And he produces a letter um, that is uh, basically like a it's a love letter, but it's very it's it's really kind of cheesy, right? It's really it's 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 corny in a way. Um but it it's signed Mary Margaret O'Malley. Um and she would like sign her name with like hearts around it. <clears throat>
1: I feel like I have to do that now in my notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I got my red pen. Yeah.
2: Um, I stand up. I I take the letter. I pocket it because it's now evidence.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I look at Rusty and I say, "Watch him." And I walk into the study and see what's laying out.
0: Okay. So one more perception check, and I'll give you advantage on it because okay. now the you know that there's something up.
2: Twenty. <laughs> Not natural. It was nineteen plus one.
0: Okay. um
1: so, sir, are you pulling a me now, or are you taking all of my my good roll mojo?
2: Because you're in the room, you're helping me out.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it. an assist. Yep. That that aura. I got you. Um, and the, the name of the bakery, by the way, has to be like Death by Chocolate right like it was right in front of us the whole time like it was always there
1: oh my god that's perfect yeah death by death by cupcake I'm I'm gonna have that and I'm I'm gonna tell my other DM (laughs) so her famous bakery this is the name
0: yeah Uh uh-huh um and it's written in like gothic font
2: (laughs) what what I want to do next I want to go to my my person that does all my D&D like character drawings and I want them to make me like a Cyberpunk gothic like police officer tiefling. Want to see how that pulls off? I want that, I want that trench
0: coat, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. He's that, he has the (laughs) trench coat.
1: Kind of look like uh, Valentine from um no, uh, Fallout. Fallout, okay, Fallout 4. He has his actual, I can't figure out, I can't remember his name. Oh my god, why, brain, why are you doing this to me? That's gonna (laughs) bother me now.
0: It's contagious, um, but there, yeah, there is like some some Cowboy Bebop vibes to this. Um, so on that twenty, oh. uh, you you are able to find um, what the agent uh, was not able to find. Um, so you're like going through the papers and you find the entertainment thing that um, Zafira had with the circled names, and so I think Solar would take that. And, um, as he, as you're, um, like rooting around on the desk, um, you open the drawer, open up one of the drawers and you, you reach in and you're kind of feeling around and your finger, um, touches a button Whoop. and you push the button and you hear a click.
1: A bomb goes off. That's
0: it. <laughs> well, yeah. Welcome to the worst place in the world. 2019. <laughs>
1: Bayard,
0: I was there. took it, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: no worries. I'm back tomorrow night for a brand new story. <laughs>
0: but, but that that is where we're gonna end. <laughs> yeah, that is a cliffhanger. So you hear, you push the button. There's a click, and you out of the corner of your eye, you see one of the bookcases kind of shift open, and yep. that's where we stop. We are probably several episodes in <laughs> at this point, having played for for two hours. We were at least two in. So that's where we are officially stopping this this first run through, um, with this. Awesome. All right. So I'm gonna, uh, so I will do. I'm gonna record real quick the usual show ending pitch. Um, okay. So thank you all for listening to um, the new version of Strength Tech Season Two. Um, you can follow all of our our people on the Red Hot Twitter machine. We will post everybody's ats. In the show notes, you can contact the show at any time at Strength Check on Twitter or at StrengthCheckpodcast at gmail.com. The shows are produced as always by the incomparable Mark Warren, who looked at this around one hour and like five minutes and thought, this is tight. Oh, hi Mark. Uh, <laughs> 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 inside <laughs> joke. I'm not gonna explain it. Um, have a good have a good one, everybody. See ya. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Hi again, everybody. This is Dr. Andy Wilsack. I wanted to say thanks again for taking time to listen to the show. We really appreciate it. The reason why I wanted to make Strength Check into an actual play D&D podcast, um, when there are so many other actual play shows out there that are probably um, way better than anything that I could do, is I want to draw your attention to a project that I'm a part of here in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're calling it... Play for Progress. And the idea is to use D&D and eventually, hopefully, probably, other tabletop games to help middle school and high school kids who are struggling with mental health problems or addiction issues or who feel alienated or isolated in some in some way. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has been hit really, really hard by the opioid crisis. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has a very high alcoholism rate. And this part of Pennsylvania is diversifying very quickly, and there are those who have capitalized on that to try to create more conflict between people. So we have a lot of kids here who are alone and who are suffering, um, and suffering mightily. So what we're doing, and the point of this message now is to just let you know that we are raising money to make Play for Progress a sustainable force for good in the northeastern Pennsylvania area. Um, If you have even $5 to spare for us, you can go to gofundme.com slash playforprogress with hyphens between the words, so play hyphen for hyphen progress. And anything that you can give us will go a long way towards making us sustainable. Thank you.